Okay, so back again. I know I'm super irregular with these, but you know, it's kind of the nice thing about not doing it for money or for any particular reason. I don't have to adhere to any schedule because I'm all over the place. But um, yeah, this has been. I wanted to do a podcast about uh, human rights for a uh, for a long time, but because uh, it's something that I, I would think about a lot, but. After the more I started thinking about actually talking about human rights, the more I realized that it's like they're they're the kind of obvious part of the situation that I that I think about. But really, the the issue behind human rights is the fact that you know you can't really be a human anymore. It's almost like there's so many people that we're kind of constrained by our own needs as a mass population that the things that make you really human are kind of subjugated and put to one side and it kind of you know it it's something that i think about a lot because for a while i thought you know i was i was quite on the i guess on the left as you would say quite liberal like thinking about things like universal basic income and like you know there's so much income equality and the rich have so much and the poor have so little and you know, my it was so easy for my parents and, and generations before us to buy houses and save up and all this, you know, government spending and quantitative easing and fractional reserve banking and all these scams and recessions and all these things that you can point towards that lead you to believe that, you know, oh, the best way for us to deal with these problems and the best way for me to, like, live a happy life is to by have have things like universal basic income where you know everybody would get paid a wage i'm not sure if anyone knows that but it's like so it's like this idea that you know in the future or i mean not even that far in the future but coming up soon so many jobs are going to be automated that you're going to have to find something to for everybody to do and it's uh it's a bit of a weird concept because i guess the the idea is that so the the companies that have the auto, that create all this automation like it's likely to be quite centralized to like you know Ford, uh, Tesla, uh, you know I'm not sure who the other leading like automated driving companies are. Uh, whoever the companies are that make the machines that you, that you when you go into McDonald's, most of the McDonald's I've been into in the past few years, you just go to like a kiosk and you type in your order. And then there's people in the kitchen cooking burgers, but I guess at the same time they've probably probably got machines that can cook burgers and fries and all that. So I I guess the idea yeah so these things are going to get scaled down and so I, the theory is that there's going to be a few companies that have all the money and governments are going to tax them and then redistribute that tax to everyone or some of the tax because I guess the some of the taxes is going to have to go to roads and schools and all that jazz but everyone is going to get paid excuse me everyone's going to get paid a, a a wage by the government like but not even a wage really it's just kind of like a check it's like benefits for everyone but everyone gets it so and i guess the idea is that it's supposed to liberate people from i mean they'll have they'll be able to support themselves it's not a lot of money so it's an in theory it's just enough money to help you get by and sorry, I got a lot of a lot of burps going on. Excuse me. Um, so then, 
Um, and I like that idea because I mean, coming up, I'm I'm not someone who's particularly uh, partial to having a job where you have to. Well, like the situation that I lived in mostly was that in order to pay rent, eat food, smoke weed, which I if I could just grow myself, which is another thing that I mean that's imposed by governments on on us for our own safety, I guess. Because I guess in one way or another, governments are our own. They're like a they're like an organization that is sort of the personified version of our moral order. Because it's like a way to sort of we all agree that there's certain things that we should do, like we should we shouldn't allow people to murder other people, and we shouldn't allow for other people to infringe on other people's rights. And depending on which country you're in, these rights are different. So you have things like courts and police and judges and then someone's got to take care of the roads. So it's it's not like, you know, the government is just this uh, like elusive, like mysterious entity that exists uh, from a, that comes from above and just saps energy. It's it's us, you know, it's it's our own sort of it's like ampl- it's our it's our moral reasoning amplified through, you know, government organizations and, and uh, you know, large scale projects. So, you know, there's a lot of things that, you know, in my life when I was living, I had to pay for rent, which, you know, which is fair enough. Uh, I had to pay for food, also fair enough, but also like both things that if you had land and were a capable human could produce a a large portion of your own food. And for the, you know, overwhelming majority of human history, that's been the case. And only recently have we sort of slipped into this state of where, where you have things called food deserts, where it's like an area where you can't get nutritional food. So, I mean, the only way that they get food there is by being shipped in or, dro- you know, brought in on lorries and or ships or whatever it is. Because, you know, farming and, uh, you know, agriculture is so centralized around the world. So I would be working and just to pay for rent, just to eat my food, smoke some weed, and do some socializing and you know pay for travel and whatnot and then save a little bit of money that would i the only way i could do that is by working like a decent paid job and for me it's not like a lawyer or something or like a doctor it's like a you know i don't know it would be like 20 20 000 pounds a year twenty two thousand pounds a year as a salary something like i don't know eight or nine pounds an hour what is that that's like Oh, I don't know, maybe like 14, 14 or $15 an hour. Maybe not even that much. The pound and the dollar are not that far off. So, uh, yeah. So, I, uh, but for me, working that kind of job 40 hours a week, just to be able to sort of kind of keep myself in functional order and, able, you know, so that I can show up for work on Monday. It just never, it just doesn't really seem like it's worth it for me. So the, obviously the idea of 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 universal basic income, where like we're just gonna tax some rich people and they're just gonna give me some money and then I can just spend that money on food and whatnot. But I think the thing is really, you know, it's not like work is that big of a deal because everybody needs something to do. And I think you know, forty hours is way too much. But you could work less and and like I said, once you, depending on the more things you do for yourself, the less money you need. So it's not like I'm outright opposed to work because I like to do work in my free time you know i like to be busy i like to be active i think most people do 
you know, that's why it's not like it's pretty rare that people sit in silence, you know, unless they're meditating, which is almost like a for an, a different form of being active. Like the, you're, it's like almost that you're so active that you need to do an activity to make you unactive, inactive. So I, uh, I just think that people should, uh, you know, people do want to stay busy. I like to stay busy, but going and showing up in a business for 40 hours a week, doing something that you're not necessarily very interested in. And that doesn't even have to be the main problem because, you know, I'm not necessarily that interested in like cutting weeds and clearing a garden, but it's whatever I do, I like to be able to make the choice myself. And I think that's a big factor in, in why people have a hard time holding down these kind of jobs is because there's a total lack of autonomy. There's no personal freedom is so that you can do what you want. And there's all these sort of new age companies that like Google where, and, and I worked for a company called Ovo Energy. Yeah, I'm calling you out, motherfuckers. Uh, they, and they, they put up this facade of like, oh, we're like cool and we want to hear your opinions and hey, let us know how you feel and we're going to like hold people accountable. And But really at the end of the day, and I'm this is not, they're really nice people. They gave me a lot of free shit. Shout out to Ovo. I had a, I had a lot of fun there. But ultimately, at the end of the day, it just came down to the same kind of setup that look, it's it's not designed by humans like business is or sorry, it's obviously it is designed by humans, but it's not designed in a human way. It's not like business is not designed for you to just do what you want when you want. There's like an order that you have to sort of subscribe to. You need to, you know, have earnings and you need to you know have enough money to and of course this makes sense i understand why we need this i'm not saying like oh man you should just like run businesses just like however you feel like i feel like we should just like show up whenever we want like you know if you don't want to wear shoes you shouldn't have to wear shoes uh or top man everybody can go topless i think that we should be able to just like you know work in the park and you know i'll i'll set my own deadlines obviously you need some sort of like business acumen if that's the right use of the word um you need to find a way to like manage all of this because it's there's you know um especially in a a capitalist system where it's competitive you have you're gonna lose out if you don't stay competitive against your competitors so it's not it's not like i don't understand that but it's just that you know that's such a i feel like the way that business works and almost just the the way that industrial life works in general is just so goes against the natural human way and it's almost like a kind of it's a kind of counterintuitive thing because you you think like oh it's nice i mean for a long time i was a believer in the idea that everything is getting better for for people because you know especially when you look at something like my dad who when he was born he was born in 46 um and he was born in the south so he he that's like you know sorry the south of in america so that's obviously like a whole different world to the world i grew up in i was born in 1994 in ireland and grew up in like the countryside in like a tiny little town of 500 people and irish people i people always ask me they're like oh, oh wow like man it must be weird irish people are so racist i'm like i don't know what irish people you know like maybe irish people who like who've immigrated to Boston or Irish people who live in New York, maybe they're racist, but Irish people in Ireland don't have enough like black people around to even have a history of racism. They don't have enough people in the area that 
they could have developed there's no black ghettos here there's no like history of slavery here because ireland's one of the few countries that didn't have uh slavery colonies they were too busy getting colonized by the english and just you know trying to survive potato famines so i mean black people i mean irish people they they definitely you go places i've been places where people have have no uh i guess like social etiquette but i mean you just fuck it that's their own that's what freedom of speech man let them do what they want you know i i I respect people's right to be racist i'm not mad at racist i always think if you're racist like that's just like that's a real fucking pain in the ass man i don't know whatever you're trying to do like whether you just want to be a person who who has friends and lives a happy life like there's loads of black people that are super helpful there's a bunch that are fucking a total pain in the ass this is the same with white people and i'm sure the same with every race brown people like maybe not asians asians seem to be overwhelmingly successful i'm i'm just gonna put that out there so that's the good kind of racism you know shout out to asians but um i think that you know growing up in ireland my life was so different to my dad's life and my dad grew up in the south and he didn't get civil rights until he was i mean in his 20s he basically joined the army because it was like either join the army or end up in jail because at that time they were recruiting people just and and apparently in this area they would just pick the black kids first because there was like a committee of of white people that would go around go okay well we're gonna have to pick some some guys to send off to the war so well uh not my son albert and not not your son uh not roger no 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 okay well we got to keep tiffany's husband they're getting married in in april so um let's send kamal elijah Wan, and eugene reeves <laughs> so yeah my dad got like basically i mean you might as well have just volunteered so he volunteered to be in the air force and for him that was like going to college you know he like got, he got educated he learned how to be a welder and that set him up for the rest of his life but obviously i mean he had to go to war which fuck you know character building as it may be it's probably almost never worth it i can't speak on that though because i've never been to war and i don't know anything about that kind of stuff but i used to subscribe to the concept that everything was getting better for society and in a sense it is it's like it's it's just like the stock market like the stock market is you know it's relative to where you where you got on get got into the the system you know because if you got in at the top of the market and then it's bottoming out even if it started a new bull run it's just started going up again as far as you're concerned this is like oh jesus i'm still 30 percent down so for my dad you know this whole this is a, a like for him i mean I'm, i can't speak for him but it seems to me like this was a complete uh, dream for him because a lot of his the people he knows that he grew up with you know died young or definitely didn't have a lot of opportunities or they just never left and never got to go around and see places and and you know my dad traveled all around the world and still travels all around the world and lives in west cork in ireland and you know has had a lived here for 20 years and is a irish citizen so you know it's a that's a, i'm sure a bit of a trip for him i don't know if he really thinks about it that much he's a he's a pretty straightforward kind of guy um so I I just think though that overall, depending on I mean, if you were to take a hunter gatherer from back like two hundred thousand years ago, and the the things that they lived with, you you're obviously there's a lot of things that you're missing out on, uh, you know, pharmaceuticals, um, uh, shelter, you know, sufficient shelter. Well, you know, what is sufficient? And it seems almost that like 
in the principle of like either you use it or you lose it it's like almost that everything that they could that we need from industrial society now was provided for before industrial society ever existed or even before i guess agriculture or just the the you i don't know what what you would call it but beyond once people organized in groups larger than maybe i think it's like 150 or maybe even as small as 30 but you start to when you have so many people obviously you need to put all these different systems in order to organize everyone and make sure that everyone stays uh stays in not necessarily in line but make sure that like you know you got building regulations so that your house doesn't like catch on fire and burn down every house on the block and there's laws so that you can't just like run around and kill people because like you've lost your mind or whatever it is or just because you want to or steal people's property so there's all sorts of situations that have been set up but i would argue that all of these things that we need from society or almost all of these things that we need from society i'm not going to say that like you know you don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater and be like everything that has ever happened since hunter primitive man is a, is a travesty but i would say that a huge amount of it you know is only necessary as a result of there being so many people and that's almost like a nothing statement i call them nothing burgers that's almost like a nothing burger because you know, there are a lot of people, so unless we're just going to go around and kill you know, a shitload of people, we need all these systems to organize people. And it's going to, you know, the, you know, it only goes one way, really, because you can't, it's hard. I mean, you'll there'll be pushes and pulls in different directions, but as there are more people and increasingly, like, the web of of modern society becomes more complex not just with the systems that we create by how much technology there is but also the way that you know i'm not i don't necessarily know if this makes it more complex but the world is pretty much totally owned now and you know this is like a, this brings me on to something i wanted to talk about which is uh something called homesteading and i just think about you know what makes me want to be human and i and i'm trying to follow on the point that that you know although i would i thought that modern life was getting better i thought that human rights were uh, a great thing that we were implementing around the world and making sure that people got this thing and you know i got these things and it, and also thought that technology and you know the way that society was moving was overall was a good thing and i and i do think that it is a good thing like i do think it's a good thing that we have more efficient farming and that you can build more efficient structures make more efficient materials like all of that stuff is good in and itself but in the overall picture <coughs> excuse me like the, what, I, what i wanted to talk about was the concept of homesteading you know i think that you know when i think about this so in america up uh starting in 1866 i think um and up until the up until 1975 in america and 1985 in alaska so yeah i know alaska is in america but uh, it went on for an extra 10 years in alaska you could go and find a piece of unclaimed land and as long as you did like a certain basic requirements which was basically just like build a house farm the land uh make improvements for five years and just do basic stuff like that basically just go like live a life and take care of the land sometimes you planted trees sometimes you raised animals depending on what the deal was and you had to pay a small down payment which was 18 dollars 
So back in 1866, I converted that forward. So that's about $250 just in purchasing power. So, so over the time, over the course of, you know, 150 years, the US dollar has, has lost that much value. So $18 was, you know, it wasn't like now like paying $18. But also I, I was looking at this, this calculator that mal- multiplied the value was also suggesting that if you were to have started an $18 project, which is essentially what you were doing back then, like setting up for, you know, what would have been valued back then as an $18 project, the economic value of that. So, which from my understanding means, you know, if if you built a farm in 1866 and that got continued through and passed down the generation, like just, just you buying that land and setting it up, multiplied through as a sort of percentage of the economy so if like however whatever the size of the economy was in 1866 say your farm was 0.01 percent of that and then if you multiply the economy up until today and assuming that your the value of your property excuse me increased in proportion with the economy then it would be worth thirty eight thousand dollars so that's it's like it's as if you know i guess in a way that you could you could argue that if there was the similar project today, if the government was saying, all right, you can go and set up this land, you can go and build a house and take care of it, that they would want something like $38,000, which sounds about right to me. That if the, And I mean, these, these were not small pieces of land. So you could go, and it seems like it was more like in the 1800s that you could do this, and less so into the late 1900s. But you could get, like the smallest areas seem to be like a hundred acres and then up to like 300 up to 640 acres which is huge i mean it sounds like it's i think that would be i mean that must be at least most of the area around my town or at least i'm not quite sure but that's a huge huge area so just the idea of being able to go out there and just claim that sort of piece of land and just you know, obviously those people, you could get sick and you could get, you could break your leg and all these different things, yada, yada, yada. I guess the question is, is it worth having all of these benefits that you have of modern society when you've lost what I would argue is the most human ability? The ability to just freely roam the earth, engaging in projects to support your own survival as you see fit. And when you think about, okay, so my own personal freedom to just walk over that hill and just find out what's going on and look around and if there's no one there, I just set up camp and start doing what I'd want or keep on walking and to be free. Is that worth, you know, giving up medicine and TV and all these different things? And I think there's a lot of arguments to be made for all of those things are kind of just like byproducts of there being too many fucking people. And obviously, I'm a person, so I'm not. This is like when I lived in Bristol. and I'd be like, the rent keeps going up. People keep moving to Bristol and they're pushing the rent up. And I'm like... Yeah, I mean, when I moved to Bristol, it was different. No, I mean, obviously, I'm just as much. If if people if people are the problem, I'm part of the problem too. So there's no, it's not it's not in you know 
there are too many people in my opinion, but it's not like I'm saying we got to get rid of some of them because, you know, fuck it. If I'm saying that, then I should be the first to volunteer. Well, or well, or we could fight. We could all, we could pair off. We could take the strongest match people, grade people, match them up, and then make them fight to the death. We could half the population if we just made everyone match up with their equal and uh, and fight to the death. <laughs> and that would actually maintain sort of the most even balance of humans. Because if you think about that, if it's like if for, if for everyone in the world could find someone who on average is pretty much kind of their 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 equal and then if we just got everyone to knock off or like got equals to just knock one of the other one off you'd have i mean that wouldn't even solve the problem we got so many people we'd have to have we'd have to have some sort of tournament <laughs> we'd have to we'd have to have like a a 7 billion bracket tournament so they would have themselves down to 3 and a half billion and then maybe we go from three and a half billion down again to one point seven five billion. That's still way too many. And then one point seven five billion. We got to if we're really looking to trying to like like I'm thinking about like reclaiming true human independence. We might have to. We're gonna have to go. I'd say sub, definitely sub a billion. So we go from one point seven five to. Oh, math gets bad. Um, eight point six uh, seven something. That's eight hundred thousand, four hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, a hundred thousand. A hundred thousand sounds like a good starting point. Am I? Uh, and I think you know. I think we'll pro. We probably. We well, we might not go that far, but there's something that's gonna happen sometime in the future where. Everything's going to get fucked up. I mean, I'm not trying to be like a total bummer, but it's going to happen. Whether it's it'll happen in a couple of different ways. Like, people are always like, oh, yeah, well, the sun's going to burn out and explode in like a fucking billion years. And you're like, yeah, well, fucking whatever. I don't fucking care about a billion years. I mean, like, in the next 50 to 100 years, I mean, I don't know. But, like, an asteroid could hit. Solar flare could hit. A super volcano could go off uh nuclear war artificial intelligence that might take a lot longer um that's a, that's enough that's enough to 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 get us to keep us going uh, to keep me going to keep me up at night keep me puff puffing so you know i i'm i'm not saying <laughs> i'm not calling for it i'm just like I do live with that kind of idea in the back of my head. Everything I do, I'm like, yeah, okay, well, yeah, all right, I should go to Canada. I'll go to Canada, do some work in Canada. But what's the point? I mean, what if a super volcano goes off and I can't fly home? Like, that's all. At some point, my thoughts always kind of end up, end up spinning back to that. When the zombie apocalypse comes, I want to be shit, bro. Somewhere on top of a hill. Zombie apocalypse, add that one on there. Ebola outbreak, uh, yeah, a mass epidemic, add that on there. That's gonna be a fucking, that'll be a massive bummer. Fuck, man, like, you wanna be somewhere with a shotgun and a good vantage point. That's all I want. <laughs> all I want in life is just a good vantage point. So I guess that's really, I mean, this is, this is not, it's not even an argument, because it's like, you know, it's it can't go anywhere, because there are this many people technology and 
seemingly government policy moves in a straight line. And unless people mass revolt against their own... I mean, I, I'm of the theory that you get the world that you deserve. Like, people are, like, so outraged. Like, oh my god, how could politicians do this? And, oh my god, banks, this is atrocious. I, I can't believe that banks, they, they steal from the people with fractional reserve banking. Cryptocurrency motherfuckers love to go on about that stuff. And, like, it's the biggest scam ever. And, like, if it's the biggest scam ever, then don't keep your money there. Like, it's not, it's, it's not mandatory. And and that's that's the fucking scary shit that you got to be worried about. Like, what's actually mandatory? Like, it's not mandatory to elect shitty politicians. And like, you know, and if you can't find a good politician, like you're like these people are terrible. They don't know what they're doing. They're not sticking to the. You know, they're not doing what they're supposed to. I know how. Blah 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 blah. Armchair in politics. Then go be a politician. And like a lot of people do that, and good for them. Like, go and do the the you know be the change that you want to see in the world. So. I I think that you know it's 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 not like I feel that to you know people have built this world and and as much as they like to complain and grumble about it and not everyone complains and grumbles about it and I obviously complaining and critiquing is sort of part of the societal evolution so I'm not saying no one should ever complain about anything or have any sort of alternative opinion only action but in general I do believe that people get the world they deserve and you know i don't think people are gonna do anything about the way the world is going because they they're going that way and if people felt a different way about it like you know you see you see it happens in in part and things like the green movement but really i feel like this stuff is just a lot of it is especially charities uh not necessarily just green energy, but kind of how how governments, business, and society as as a, a whole approaches green energy. Like, if you really gave a fuck about green energy, you should just be like, I mean, we should really just be like, whoa, no, hey, what the fuck? Oh, what the fuck? Oh, wait, are you telling me that there's a way that we could all, like, basically just have houses that run like, you know, electronic plants? Like, they just absorb sunlight that's always there just hanging around in the fucking air just making our roof tiles hot that energy we can use that to fucking drive around and fucking power our tvs and all of that we're not doing that we're fucking pumping fucking poisonous fucking goopy oil and burning it's releasing noxious chemicals into the atmosphere and fucking transporting that poisonous goop all around the world every so often we fucking spill a bunch of it all over the fucking place and kill a bunch of fucking things and damage the fucking one planet that we have and all just so we can fucking keep on fucking driving a fucking mazda fucking ford fucking whatever and sorry i'm not to like get on the mazda ford fucking ford fucking whatever gangs i'm just saying that like People, obviously, look, uh, life is, is too complicated for people to address it, it at its base ideas all the time and constantly demand for everything to work perfectly based on the science and the information. I think most people suffer completely from information fatigue. So you've just got way too much stuff going through your head, being sh shown to you, whether it's just through social media and then media in general, and then add in world news and all the different things that are going on. Like, it's enough to drive anyone crazy. So I'm not, like, getting on people's case for for not behaving that way, but people don't really care. And it's I don't think it's because people don't care. I do think people care, but 
charity green all of this stuff i think mostly just serves as like to to complete the cognitive uh dissonance where you just have this idea of like okay yeah yeah i drive this car and even though yeah all of i've got uh led energy saving light bulbs and i turn the lights out when i go out and you know it's it's green and oh i got a i got a hybrid car oh no my car is totally electric i just plug it in and i charge it it's so good for the environment you're like where the fuck do you think that electricity comes from like if your country isn't 100 percent getting their electricity from renewable sources then like most of that shit is just in your car is just they're just burning a fucking big diesel engine somewhere else they probably don't burn diesel but you know what i mean like coal factories and fucking uh, energy place making places those places they're just doing it by proxy and i and i know that people aren't sitting there thinking all this stuff through but it is what it is i'm not saying yeah so my point is is that i don't think people you know do this stuff maliciously i don't think people you know have allowed the world to slip into the, what I would call a quite sorry state just because they are, don't give a fuck. I think it's life is too busy. Life is far too complicated for the little monkey mind to to keep up with. And as a result of it, you have all these mass organizations and uh, what are they called? Heuristics and biases. So you just shortcuts and you uh, profile people and there's just ways to cut through the bullshit. And as a result, you know, those things exist in, I'm sure, in every facet of human life. Even when you were hunter-gatherers, you know, you had these shortcuts and assumptions. And if you met someone who was a different color than you, you'd be like, what the fuck? Like, this dude don't look like my family. And like, what the fuck? Is he dangerous? What the fuck? So it's not, I, I completely understand racism. I mean, I think it's, I think nowadays, the way that the world works, if you really understand how life you know modern society works i think it's kind of fucking pointless but back in the day when it was like fighting over resources and tribal areas and shit you're like well fuck yeah you should be like who the fuck is this dude he doesn't i don't recognize him he doesn't look anything like what i fucking know so fuck off you're gonna steal my mango motherfucker i i understand you know but i feel like now in society is so large and it's magnified by technology it's magnified by mass organization and the efficiency of uh, specialization that you just get these things running out of control and you see this everywhere you see this like these natural instincts like i always i look at most of the problems in the world or i try to look at most of the problems in the world through the lens of people trying to regain power or not necessarily power but like control and you know i just feel like in general people need resistance whether that and i and people used to for hundreds of thousands of years get that through the environment you, your life is you know the nature of evolution is to sort of expand into the opportunities and without any kind of limits on your opportunities then the systems that have allowed you to sort of make it this far in evolution just start freewheeling out of control and you know, you see this in social justice warriors and uh, depression and suicide and smoking and drug abuse and all these things like school shooters, like all these things that are just seem so like opposite to what people should behave like. And it's almost as if, you know, then it's an it's a natural feeling to feel sad. You know, it's to, it's an indication that 
something is wrong, that you're doing something or you're not doing something that needs to change and you need to do something so that you can feel better. And that just, you know, in, you know, I, I can only assume that in a hunter-gatherer society, it seems to be that like reports of depression are a lot lower in places like that, uh, or sorry, in, in groups like that. So it seems, yeah, in a hunter-gatherer group, you'd be able to, I mean, if for some reason something happens, you know, you got depressed. I think there was, yeah, there was, a, what is this story? So there was a story about this guy. I think this is in Vietnam. So this is kind of, this is not hunter gatherer, but this guy got his leg. I think it was he got his leg blown off in the war. I'm just going to give a real quick summary. He got his leg blown off in the war. He couldn't take care of himself. He couldn't do anything. He got super depressed. So the town got him an art. I think they got him an artificial leg, and they bought him a cow. And essentially, then he could you know walk around and take care of this cow and say he'll take the milk and take it to market, something like that. And that cured his depression because obviously when you're if as a human the way that a human stays healthy and functions is you know by doing a lot of things moving around probably almost you know constantly apart from you know some a little bit of rest time and sex and sleeping which i mean you move around a lot of time for sex but the natural function for a human is to be out there to be experiencing things and in many ways not just just creating doing those basic functions but going through and experiencing uh, exploring finding new things discovering all sorts of different like parts of the human experience that one could exercise and depression i, I can only assume in hunting gatherer societies would exist as a as a small sort of uh, correction and not in this, the way that it exists nowadays as almost an overwhelming uh, like people get diagnosed with it like it's like a lifelong thing and you need like to be like uh, chemically altered apparently so i mean you know not apparently some people have depression i'm not even getting into how many people have depression or like my opinion on how over prescribed the, the 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 idea of having depression is but it seems to me that other than people who have an actual chemical imbalance where they can't create the right chemicals to make themselves happy it seems like almost all depression has got to be a reaction to you not being able to function correctly as a human. So I can only assume if you're a hunter or gatherer and you get depressed, then the things that you want to do, you would do them and you would feel better. And I think that it would be quite clear to you when you were living a simple life what you needed to do. Um, I can't say that for sure, but I mean, imagine if like you hadn't eaten for days, you'd probably be sad and you that would, you know, or you'd be hungry, you know, definitely. So these there's all sorts of, uh, things that are perfectly natural to feel but in modern society modified by you know depression now like maybe you maybe you got excluded from your tribe back when you were a hunter-gatherer and you know that maybe or you know you fell out with some members of the tribe and uh, or maybe your tribe split or something like that and that you know might make you sad maybe you left behind some relatives in the other tribe the other half of the tribe and that's you know that's sad and you know you'll go through the the cycle and you'll process it and it's a good reason to be sad because maybe you know you're supposed to stay around your family and love your family and take care of your family and vice versa but nowadays you know you can lose friends or break up with someone or people can die and everything is magnified by technology let alone societal relationships you know society is so interconnected now like you could get divorced 
from your wife and then somehow end up working next to her in a cubicle or, you know, let alone or, you know, let alone living in a small town where everybody lives around everybody and, you know, people that you stop being friends with. I know a lot of people I know can fucking relate to that. Stop being friends with and people you've had fights with are still everywhere. And then social media, you know, all the shit that you can, you know, you can. I have friends that left social media because it's just like you just end up looking at a bunch of people that you don't want to have anything to do with. And sometimes it's almost impossible to avoid them the way that the world is so interconnected. So uh, I... It seems to me that, you know, these, these, a lot of these things, you know, they're natural inclinations. Like, I mean, not necessarily that drug abuse or school shootings are natural inclinations, but when you view them, like, because it's hard to understand sometimes where you're like, why would someone want to just, like, take so much drugs that they just completely destroy their body and their life? And then you're like, what if, or like, why would someone want to, you know, get a, a fucking uh, an assault rifle? and go and hunt down former schoolmates and kill them. And if you just look through the lens of people feeling powerless, and I don't mean that necessarily like that they have power over people, but just that just being able to exercise your freedom, your autonomy, your mind, do the things that you want to do, you know, is you know you can make the argument that we're so free now and maybe we're freer now than we ever have been when there have been this many people and like i said i'm not arguing to like go back to less people but it's just an interesting idea that you know there's all this talk about human rights and uh, you know universal basic income and welfare and income inequality and i just feel like everyone's missing the real point the real problem which is that everybody, almost everybody has lost their personal freedom, which, you know, is, I understand how it's happened and why it's happened and why we couldn't just necessarily just go back to, everyone can do whatever they want tomorrow, total anarchy, it's a free-for-all, if you want land, you just gotta find out who's on it and fucking kill them, I'm not saying that, I just think that I don't even know, you know, I, I said before, it's almost like a nothing, it's like a, almost a pointless topic, really. But I just thought it was interesting, and just the idea that, you know, there's um, even something like smoking. That Like, why would you, like, with all the science and all this information that's t given to people about smoking, people still smoke, they're like, yeah, I know it's going to kill me, yeah, whatever, fucking, I don't care. And I just feel like it's, uh, has, for me at least, like, the times I smoke the most are the times that I've had the least freedom to do what I want. And I mean, that sounds counterintuitive. Sometimes I've, you know, sometimes when I've been the most constricted, like if I'm in an airport for 12 hours and I can't get out, then I, I can't smoke, obviously. But I would have, if I, if I could have, I would have smoked a lot. All the times I've been in airports for an extended amount of time and they have a smoking room, I smoke so many fucking cigarettes compared to what I would normally smoke. Like, when I'm at home uh, and I'm free and I can do whatever I want, I don't have to adhere to anyone's schedule and I'm just doing what I want when I feel. I mean, if I don't have any weed, I might smoke two cigarettes in the day. If I have weed, no cigarettes, just weed. But I think, you know, so many things that are confusing sort of intuitively can be explained, I think, or understood at least. 
not justified. Obviously, I'm not justifying suicide. I'm not justifying school shootings. I'm not recommending drug abuse. I don't, I'm not ignoring depression. I'm not, you know, it's just that when you view it through the idea that, you know, people have no real freedom. I mean, I'm not saying, you know, I'm not trying to complain, you know, comparative to my dad when he was, you know, 15. I've got a lot more freedom. But comparative to the human condition, <laughs> I don't think any of us have any freedom in, in the way that it really counts. You know, there's not much, you know, that's why I brought up homesteading because, like, that's, a, that's, I mean, obviously they were encapsulated within the U.S. government and that whole sort of organization. But, you know, they gave away 10% of the land in the U.S. to just people who just were just like, hey, man, if you have the, the fortitude to go out there and take care of yourself, you can have that land. Like, that's a probably, I would say, one of the last great human endeavors. And then the rest of it, going to the moon, <laughs> I guess. That shit just fucking seems like hobbies. Anyway, um, I think that's about it. Oh, yeah, and I mean, the the kind of analogy that I came out is just like, with ultimately, with the, what I wanted to talk about being human rights, Human rights are almost like, you know, we've dug ourselves into this hole of population and mass organization and whether it's for the good or for the bad, you know, that's an opinion thing, I guess. I would argue it's for the worse, but I understand how we've got here and I'm not necessarily saying that we have to, that we should go back or that you can't even go back. But it's like we've dug ourselves into this hole and human rights are a way to just prop up the hole from collapsing on us. And it's like, the hole gets smaller and smaller, closes around us, and we have this support to try and just protect people's rights. Because when you look at the list of human rights, like and you just, I'll just run down them really quickly. Like you, it's so it seems so straightforward when you're like, oh, okay, well, like no shit. I mean, that sounds like sounds fair enough. Uh, where where is the list of them? Now? So the right to equality freedom from discrimination, uh, freedoms from slavery, freedom from torture, uh, you know, recognition as a person before the law. If you just cut off the right to equality, you know, freedom from, like if you just go through the list of what they're actually addressing, inequality, discrimination, slavery, torture, the law, the law, uh, tribunals, um, arbitrary arrest and exile, uh, other, you know, public hearings, you know, prove, uh, you know, innocent until proven guilty, uh, own prop, the right to own property, belief in religion, social security, living standard, education, all of these things are make believe. Like, we don't, you don't, what do you need? I mean, you only need the freedom from, you know, you only need the freedom of belief in religion. Because there are other mass organizations that would oppress your beliefs and your religions. You only need the right to a fair and public hearing because <laughs> there's a such thing as a fucking hearing. Like, you can get hauled up and arrested for shit. Which, I again, I understand why there are laws. But, you know, it's human rights are, it's, it's you know, they're just a way to stop us sliding down this slope of just losing everything that makes us human. And as the population grows... And if nothing happens to remove people, and if nothing happens to change the way that people exist, then it's just going to get, especially the way it goes with government, the way it's going with quanti with with inflation, with debt, 
all uh, nuclear weapons, biotech, you know, mass population leads to uh, uh, outbreaks of diseases. So it's just all this stuff that you uh, like. It's it's just it sort of seems like it's just a. They seem like good. They are good things. They make sense, but they're only necessary because everything is slowly falling apart from from the perspective of the human condition you know and the pure human condition and obviously that's so idyllic and whatever i'm not saying you know i'm not saying anything really i'm just discussing the concept but i hope you found it interesting but on the topic of trying to preserve just a little bit of our freedom and independence um even as we go further into the technological world uh i'm if you listen to previous podcasts you know i'm uh quite interested in cryptocurrencies and there's quite a few projects i mean i it's i don't recommend the market from an investment perspective there may come a day when bitcoin starts going from a thousand to two thousand to three thousand to five thousand to fifty thousand dollars and then you know yeah fuck it get on that train buy low sell high why not make money somebody's gonna you know someone every trade there's someone on the end of every trade so hey if someone's willing to give you their money great take their money um so uh, but i think that there are a lot of cryptocurrency projects that they're all going to get tarred with the same feather as the market goes up or down they'll either go up or down but there's actually some ones that i think are really interesting one of them is a basic attention token bat um but it's what's more interesting it's not so much the cryptocurrency uh you there is they have a um a browser and geez i mean anyone who uses browsers i mean i don't know what, <laughs> i always judge people depending on what browser they use i'm like oh you you use uh internet explorer oh wow okay <laughs> fair enough man i don't know don't, don't, that's fine i'll just i'm just impressed that you can that you manage but I'm, maybe you're, you're probably not doing much so that's cool um but i uh hardcore chrome guy but this their browser is actually fucking awesome uh, i got really tired of uh chrome extensions trying to get them to work properly and like going on certain websites that are like oh you can't use a uh ad blocker here disable it then you disable it and you refresh the website and it still doesn't work and stupid shit like that so the bat uh the brave browser which is by the basic attention token team is uh built-in ad blockers like just all set up it stops trackers uh it's got a bunch of awesome features and one of them is that you can open up just like with google you can open up an incognito tab in chrome which is like i don't know what it does really in chrome but it gives you a little bit more privacy but i don't know what kind of fucking privacy you really could get with google i wouldn't trust google with your privacy although i do trust google with my privacy so who the fuck am i talking to um but they have a option to just open up a tab in the brave browser through tor um if anyone knows what tor is it's the uh, the onion router which is um was how you used to or still i guess how you access the the dark web uh if you want to go and like buy drugs or if you wanted to go buy drugs off of silk road um allegedly i may have i may know some people who possibly have been there i've been on it and i looked around and thought like well this is fucking way too expensive i'm not buying weed here allegedly but uh if you are into privacy also just mainly if you're into a fucking nice browser a clean browser you don't have to get involved in any of the cryptocurrency stuff but if you want to you can basic attention token is uh designed to help um i guess like uh 
monetize user content in a way that helps users sort of keep making content without having to rely on uh adsense from youtube because you get a lot of this like adpocalypse stuff where youtube doesn't uh, allow ads on certain types of videos or if you curse or talk about certain topics um you you can't get money for them so i think that uh this is a way of kind of just yeah finding an alternative to that so if you're someone who maybe talks about things that you know youtube doesn't want to advertise on you can still be supported by your audience through um brave basic attention tokens so you can through this browser you can support people i think you just need their email address my email address is uh irish rasta productions at gmail.com um and uh, you can if you do download the browser you if you want to follow <coughs> excuse me follow me at uh, the irish rasta on instagram in my in the description of my account there's a link which is my referral link for downloading the browser so you could just if you want if you're interested in even just trying the browser out or um or if you definitely want to get the browser because it is awesome definitely try it and it's not like i'm not you know i get i will the company will send me some basic attention token if you download it and create an account so that would be cool if you just did it just as a favor to me i would appreciate that and if you want then they, i think they give you 15 free tokens and you could just send them to me i'm not gonna fuck around and pretend like oh no guys it's okay i don't want free money like nah it's cool i'm just a humble guy i'm like yeah fuck yeah you got free money troll my way but uh no but really it is just a super cool thing i wouldn't recommend it if i didn't think it was actually uh useful and i have made it my default browser so that's how you know i'm i'm about it baby but they haven't paid me or sponsored me or they don't know i exist no one knows i exist i i might as well be talking to myself um but yeah uh go go check go to my instagram if you're gonna download it don't be a dick and just download it through the normal way go get it through my link because if you're gonna do it you might as well do it that way it's not gonna cost you anything it's like a tiny bit of effort i get some money if you're really worried about it i'll send you some of the tokens like that's i i could i'll, I'll do that you just gotta contact me you got my email irish rasta productions at gmail.com so yeah i mean if anyone has any questions um, I'm, I, I know nothing about send sound engineering or any of that shit. So I apologize if the fucking levels are like way too high, way too low or, uh, or whatever it is, but I'm trying to make sure that it's okay. So please, uh, if anyone, if you're like the sort of person who likes to give feedback or you just want to talk mad shit to me, please send me an email or hit me up on Instagram and, uh, and let me know if I'm doing something right or something wrong. Um, and the other, uh, cryptocurrency project I just wanted to mention, there's nothing you can really do with it now other than just kind of watch the, um, the, the project as it goes along, but they've got a basic app, a basic program that you can download. It's a thing called Substratum, um, and, uh, Substratum node, which is, uh, it's a way, another, you know, also on the topic of privacy, it's a way that, uh, you can essentially um uh what it's trying to fight uh take care of net neutrality and protect the ability for you to look at whatever you want in the internet and i guess it's in many ways i'm not entirely sure but it seems to be a more efficient version of tor uh so one way one day hopefully you'll be able to uh turn your substratum node on open up your brave browser and just be confident that with that technology using cryptocurrency and decentralized technology that you'll be able to view whatever web page you want and the government won't know internet service providers won't know no one will be able to block you um so yeah just you know i think there's something to keep in mind uh if you're at all 
like me and sort of freedom minded and interested in uh, maintaining your liberties and being able to just fucking, you know, do whatever you want, even if that does mean, you know, fucking. Well, I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I was going to say something wild. Like, I don't want to kill anyone or anything, but, you know, I, 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 uh, I'm very interested in, make, in making sure that uh, you can you know as much as possible without infringing upon other people's freedoms be able to do what you want to do uh so yes uh check them out substratum node you can follow them on twitter if that's what you're interested in or whatever it is but yeah i've been going on this for ages so if you've been listening this whole time i hope you've enjoyed the um just the the thoughts that i was going down and i really i guess you know there's not really any there's no direction, there's no call to arms, there's nothing that we can really do about it other than just, you know, I, well, I guess, you know, keep an eye on things like, like, I'm not saying that all benefits are bad or that you should, shouldn't, there should be no social welfare, but if you don't use it, you lose it. And that includes the ability to take care of yourself and be self-sufficient and exercise personal freedoms. So, you know, if you're someone who cares about that shit, which I think everybody does if they really think about it, then, uh, yeah, I get exercise as much personal freedom in your life as you can and, uh, make sure that you, you are capable, you know, that you are responsible and self-reliant and that doesn't mean you, you know, have to fucking go off to Alaska and just live on your own. Although sometimes I dream, uh, but it means just, you know, being, taking personal responsibility for your actions and, and, uh, being aware of your impact on the world and, and, uh, and, hopefully you will be able to reward yourself with self-sufficiency and uh, be able to provide for yourself even in times of great stress like a zombie apocalypse anyway uh on that note thank you very much for listening all the best and uh yeah share if you care hey uh, i'm a poet and i know it peace <laughs>